Welcome to Unscripted, your weekly podcast featuring Kirby Hossman and Bill Petrie, where they talk about all things promotional, marketing, and branding. As always, it's brought to you by Promo Corners Identity Marketing, the interactive tool for promotional products professionals. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. Here we are again, my pal Kirby Hassman. Yes. How are you, sir? I am fantastic. How are you, sir? I am doing very well. I am actually coming to you live on location, and I can announce that in one of two ways. I could do it as Brent Musburger opening the NFL Today back in the 80s, okay. or I could do it as David Lee Roth. So how would you like me to announce where I'm at? <laughs> you know, I want to picture you in spandex, so let's go with David Lee Roth. <laughs> And frankly, who doesn't? <laughs> so, Kirby, I'm coming at you live in front of your naked, steaming eyes here in Atlanta, Georgia. Just got done speaking at the Gap Show. That's Georgia Association of Promotional Products Professionals, brother. That's uh, that's pretty good. I, it's 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 David Lee Roth slash Casey Kasem. That's that's who I heard well, there. Well, Kirby, I'm keeping my feet on the ground and I'm reaching for the stars. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So, and uh, for our long-distance dedication this week, we have a letter from Joey. Joey's writing us about a dog named Snuckles. Okay, sorry, Kirby. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right, so how did how is the show going? How's the education? Uh, sh- show's going well. Um, I did. Uh, I had the honor of uh, doing Education Day today, so I uh, presented a, uh, a session I've done in the past, which is uh, Finding Your Voice. You've seen me do it. Yeah. Um, it went, I thought, well, you know, it's always a tough question to, to answer. You know, how did it go? Uh, you'd have to ask the audience members who weren't napping. Um, <laughs> no, but I think overall it went well, and it's a great group of people here. So we're at an embassy suites, and it's a room show. Okay. So um, each supplier or multi-line rep has a uh, room, and uh, people are just walking, uh, you know, floors uh, three, four, and five. That's cool. I, I kind of dig those. I think those are those are unique. Um, and uh, if you're like me, I like going to shows that are a little different at this point in my career. So that's that's cool. I, I like it, and I think I think it's easier from a setup breakdown perspective. It's not pipe and drape and all that other stuff you have to deal with. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, hey man, you got a you got a topic for us to start. You off know. With? As it took, well, before we do, I think we would be remiss if we didn't announce that, yes. as always, we want to thank our sponsor yes. of Unscripted, the del- delightful people at Bay State Specialty Company. And I think, as most of our people know, Bay State uh, provides an innovative line of healthcare, housewares, and desk and office promotional products. And if you'd like to visit Bay State, they're right where you think they'd be on the internet, baystate.com. Absolutely. And just so you know, I am I'm in the lobby of the hotel, so I'm getting a lot of very strange looks <laughs> as I'm holding a giant podcast microphone. So I may pull somebody in and just – this this could go very, very wheels off today. I so, like it. I like it. So I do, yeah, I do have ahead. a topic. And so on Wednesday of this week, you – well, last week you announced who your 100th um, – uh, delivery marketing joy guest was and Seth Godin, and yes. on, on Wednesday it it dropped, as the kids would say. I, that see, that's where I should have thrown out the Casey Case. <laughs> it, it dropped on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, what a great, what a treat 
Thanks, man. First of all, uh, yes. for you, it had to be. And watching it uh, was, from my perspective, a great treat. Uh, you did a great job talking to a marketing legend in Seth. Uh, you know, you didn't even appear nervous. So as you've <laughs> seen it now, because you recorded it, I think, a while ago, yes. as you've seen it now, what, what was your takeaway? I just want to know your biggest takeaway from your delivering marketing joy with Seth Goat. Okay, cool. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Um, first of all, I, thank you. Um, I appreciate, A, not only you being a supporter of the show, being on the show, and then um, certainly the kind words there because uh, – I meant, I meant most of them. <laughs> at least a couple, right? At least uh, a couple. I, I was a little nervous, um, especially starting out. Can't, you know, I mean one of the things I've said before is if there's a Mount Rushmore of, of kind of business people I look up to, Seth Godin is, is on it. Um, and he, he just couldn't have been more gracious. It was so funny because I had asked him a few times before this. I think you know that. And he was, and yeah. again, somebody like Seth, he actually wrote, wrote me back, you know, and he was very mm -hmm. nice when he turned me down a couple different times. He didn't have time to do it. Um, and so it was funny because I sent him an email and I was almost like, I almost didn't send it. Right. And I think, right. you, and so I did send it and, and he was the first person that replied that day. He was like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, oh, okay. It, it's great. And it, and it looked, just watching it, it looks like he had a good time too, which is, you know, honestly, if you got him on the show, are you, you probably don't care as much. Of course, you want him to have a good time. Sure. But it looked like he really enjoyed just speaking. And he's made such a nice connection with our industry. Yes. Um, it, it's, it's really cool to, uh, to see it branch out. So really proud of you, pal. That's well, awesome. Thank you very much. And if it, obviously if folks haven't seen it already, you can check it out on YouTube. But, um, and it's I, what I love is the tie-in, right? So he'll be talking mm -hmm. to Paul Bellantone here in just like, what is it? A couple weeks. Um, yeah. I think where, at the end of this month in New York at advertising week. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think that, uh, I love that this is all sort of coming together in a way that it was totally organic and the idea that these things are happening in this way and Paul is such a great ambassador for our industry and so mm -hmm. the the idea of those guys talking then I, I just think it's just a cool coincidence that's worked out well and I'm anxious to see that interview as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, great job on that. So what do you got for me, Kirby? Well, okay. So this is a little bit off of the, the industry topic stuff. Um, but, it, you know, we, I br brought up last week that um, I'd lost a key employee and it's, you know, that's always painful. Um, and when they leave abruptly, that makes it a double painful. Um, but it's interesting because I, I think it has forced me to relook at our business um, in a way that maybe I wouldn't have. And it, it reminds me of, you know, in these moments of crisis that there's a there's an opportunity, you know, and uh, opportunity to reexamine and to reboot and it's funny because if you're like me, I think you'd be listening to what I just said there and you're like, oh, yeah, 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 sure. You, you do need to in those times. But it's much easier said than done. And then, you know, once you kind of relook at it, are you willing to make changes that are necessary? Um, mm -hmm. It's easier to, to say it or yeah, to say it and think it than to actually do it. And I'm in I'm, – I'm literally living in that right now where I'm like I've talked to the team about – Okay, do we rehire? Do we do we um, spread out the responsibilities and whatnot? Um, and I, it's not so much like I'm looking for advice or anything like that. It's just I think in those moments it takes some intestinal fortitude to go. Okay, we're gonna the thing that we had that was didn't feel like it's broken. We're gonna purposely break it right. because we think we can do it better. You know, it's funny. Uh, 
uh, interesting that she brings up, and, and this really is unscripted. We have no idea what we're talking about. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it, it is, it is you know, the easiest thing to do, I think, when an employee leaves, key employee or, you know, someone who's, it doesn't even matter if they're key, but just an employee, the immediate thing and the reactionary thing to do is, well, I need to hire someone to replace them right now. Yep. I mean, that's what I got to do. Um, I think by taking that pause and looking internally, do we really need to replace it? And if we replace, are we looking for maybe a different set of skills this time? Right. Um, in, in the talk I gave this morning, I, I was talking to a group of just distributors and explaining, look, if you don't look at your business, and whether you're an individual salesperson or a, a group of 10 or 12 people in a company, if you don't look about every 12 to 18 months at what you're doing, how you're going to market, how, how your clients perceive you, everything you do, the sales process, everything. If you don't take a look at that with the intention of not necessarily I'm going to blow it up, but that you're willing to blow it up, you are doing yourself and everybody in your company a tremendous disservice Mm -hmm. because, you know, I don't know your client list, but let's say you're selling to, you know, healthcare industry. That has changed so radically in the last three years. And if you are selling into healthcare and you haven't changed the way you're selling to them, yeah. well, I mean, obviously you're not evolving. And so I think it's great that you're taking the opportunity to, uh, okay, pause. You know, let's let's not panic. Right. Uh, I, I know it's creating some stress at yeah. your company because you know you're now wearing, and not that you don't always wear 500 hats, but you're now wearing a 501st. Um, so the, you know, I think I think it's good that you're you're being measured about what you're doing on it. I do. Yeah, it's. It, 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 I'll tell you, it's funny that you say it because it, it, I literally um, have had so many times here lately because I'm literally sitting in that desk. So our customer mm-hmm. position, our customer service position, I'm the one who is fielding the calls, and so people will be like, "Well, I didn't expect you to answer the phone." I'm like, "Well, it's it's actually interesting," and I don't mean to tie it back to Seth, but he had a post earlier this week where he talks about getting rid of the rocks and how essentially in these moments that you have the opportunity to um, lower the water on the river to see where the rocks are. And so that's Absolutely. what I'm looking at. I love that. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things when, when change happens and when change and it feels negative and it's forced on you, nobody likes neg- change that's forced on you, right? Yeah, right? Nobody likes to be forced to change something, but whether it's, you know, you look back and I'll look back in my own life, you know, girlfriend breaks up with you or, or you know, you, you may, other, something else happens. It always turns out to be for the better yeah. because it really makes you look at things. And and so I think it's I think it's pretty awesome what you're doing, dude. Yeah. Well, really the other the other thing, and this is this was the other note I had as a topic. So so bear with me for a second. But it's yeah. funny because you know you and I have talked. We do a lot. We create a lot of content. And I always tell people, you know, whenever anybody says, "Hey, when do you sleep?" Mm-hmm. I always know that I'm on the right track. Right, but it's funny. In this instance, I didn't know what busy was. <laughs> until, I like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I it, it reminds me of a talk that I've seen a couple different times where where somebody will say, "Hey, raise your hands as high as you can," and everybody mm-hmm. in the, the audience raises their hand. Now raise them higher, and yeah. everybody raises them higher, and you're like, "Wait a second. Yeah, <laughs> there's actually more in there that that you can give when you're put in those situations. There's always more." Um, it's just, are you willing to give it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So or do you have to give it? Yeah, yeah. It's, and that's those are the things I'm evaluating right now for sure. So, yeah. That, so, that. Um, so, so you're you're up next, bro. 
Okay, so um, you hit a milestone. I'm going to go back to your hundredth blog or hundredth delivering marketing joy, and I just realized that I am at my blog post this Thursday will be 196. Wow, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. So, I thanks. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do for the 200th. I feel like I should do something. Oh, for Um, sure. For sure. Uh, so, I, any ideas what I should do for the 200? Um, <laughs> that's, that's that's really my question. Okay, I'm, no, that's am, a good one. I am man. I am vacant of ideas to do something for the 200, but I feel like I should do something. Okay. Because wow, that's loud, man. Can you hear that rattling back there? A little it's bit, like but it's a super live show. distracting. Um, okay, so I've got I've got an idea. Um, yeah. And <laughs> so, uh, since this is the first I'm hearing of it, what about you've had some good guest bloggers? Yes, what, I have. What if you, um, again, it, part of this is the idea of brandscaping, right? That you get mm-hmm. a bunch of people and you share platforms. What if you wrote a blog on and you pick the topic where it's, you know, best business practice or best mm-hmm. business advice you've ever given or received? And That's then right. ask a bunch of the people who have guest blogged for you to answer that question. So that, Ooh, I like that. I yeah, might do that. Yeah. So that then, um, you know, again, everybody can then share content, and then they have a best interest in sharing your two hundredth and all that. No, it's a good idea. Like I said, it was one of those things. And honestly, your one hundredth anniversary of delivering marketing joy made me look at that. I'm like, oh, I wonder where I'm at. Yeah, I wonder where I'm at with that. And, and I was surprised. I figured it was about one sixty or one seventy. So it's pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool that stuff. is, oh. dude. Seriously, that's awesome. I this is the first we're talking about it, and I'm really it excited to hear about that. Um, and you know, this is episode, you know, what, thirteen, twelve, uh, twelve-ish, thirteen. I don't know, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So we are clearly on on pace <laughs> to do at least to- fifteen of these. <laughs> I'm just I'm just hoping that uh, the good people at Promo Corner allow us to do this till we're till the podcast is a legal drinking agent. Actually, what I'm really hoping. So this is a lovely segue that you didn't plan. Yes. So for anybody who's attending and has the honor and the privilege of attending SKUCon, which is I don't have a calendar in front of me, but it's the Sunday before Expo begins. I'm actually pulling up my calendar on my computer. It is Sunday, January the eighth. That sounds right. Sunday, yes. January eighth. Kirby and I are going to be. Um, uh, we we've had the honor of presenting there a few times, and we are doing a, a workshop about how to do a podcast and, and you know, some of the equipment, some of the software, and how we develop it. But then. And the second half of that session, we're going to record the podcast live. Yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to that. I think that's going to be fun. Me too. So um, I- I'm going to go ahead and start selling our own session out. If you're going to SKUCon, you have the right to pick where you want to go. I highly suggest <laughs> you come to Kirby and I's session because we're going to have a hell of a good time. Yeah, it's going to be good. And I-, I think you and I have talked a little bit about this, but let us I think it would be cool if we gave people an opportunity oh, to provide so- us questions. Hold on just a second. I have a guest here. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, I'm on with Kirby. You can't hear him. So who are you and what is it you do that makes you famous? I am Amy Rabideau with Summit Group. And what makes me famous? I would say I try to be peppy, but it doesn't always work. So I either I'm a success at being peppy or I'm excessive being not peppy. You're saying, you're saying success a lot and it sounds a lot like sex. Are you that uncomfortable sitting this close to me? Yes. 
She is. Okay. Well, Amy's actually the, your president. Uh, no, you know, what do you... What? I'm a vice president of Gap. Uh, so on the serious side, what makes me successful is that I care about our industry. And I think that shows, and I think people respond to that. So. Awesome. Well, thanks Amy, thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Amy. Told you we have a live guest. Kirby said thank you as well. That's right. He said other things, but I'll tell you after we get off the air. <laughs> Dude, that was, I'm so glad she modified her answer because Peppy is not the way she came through. <laughs> no, but she is. And, and, you know, I have this big giant microphone, and, and, and she's like, What do you, she had this look of, What are you doing? I'm like, Oh, well, you're about to find out, aren't you? <laughs> I should have done that whole thing. You know, I'm still on that Casey Kasem thing. Amy? Who are you? And what is it you do that makes you famous? <laughs> yeah, actually, you have a pretty good Casey Kasem, dude. I think that's better than the David Lee Roth. We should re-record. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, man. Um, Not going to do it, though. Do you, do you have any more topics for us today? We're at about 16 I, or 17. I actually I do. Okay. Um, so I'm, after everything that happened with my wife, I'm starting to travel again. Mm-hmm. Um, so things are getting better on that front. And, and I've... Most people know everything's really going well there. So I'm starting to travel again. And I started to think about my preferred airline seats. Hmm. Okay. So, Kirby, when you travel, well, I'll tell you a little bit before I ask the question. So I go back and forth between the aisle mm-hmm. and the window. Yeah. I like the window because as horrific as air travel generally can be and is, I feel like that that little slopey wall with the window, I can kind of lean up against it and be in my own little world. Yeah. Now, the bad side of the window is you get really scrunchy, right? Yeah. Because if King Kong Bundy comes and sits <laughs> in the middle seat and you're on a three-hour flight to, you know, wherever, yeah. that's a really unpleasant thing because now you're stuck. You're, you're, there's usually like thigh bleed over and just all sorts of very uncomfortable things. So there, you know, there's good and bad. And then you have the aisle, right? Yeah. So the aisle's good because you have a little bit of extra leg room because you can put your feet out in the aisle. Yep. Um, and then you have the, the empty space. You know, except when the cart comes by. Yep. And then the cart comes by, and then, you know, a lot of times you'll end up getting the Jimmy elbow yep. when they uh, they pop by, and then there's all sorts of stuff. Um, and all sorts of, oh, we have another guest, Curry. Oh, perfect. Hi. Who are you, and what is it you do that makes you famous? Well, my name is Lisa Bibb, and I'm not sure about the fame part. Actually, it's when I screw up is when everybody remembers my name. <laughs> Other times, I'm good. Well, that's not true now. So Lisa's the executive director here at Gap and also Camp, and she's putting on a heck of a great show here. How is the show going so far, Lisa? Actually, the attendance is awesome, and all of the exhibitors seem to be pretty busy right now, and traffic is good. Awesome. Well, and I heard, I just heard through the grapevine that your education this morning was outstanding. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about who the speaker was, what makes that person so outstanding. Well, I got very good reviews about our speaker, Mr. Bill Petrie. Oh, it was me. I had no idea. Who knew? <laughs> and everybody really enjoyed it and got a lot of uh, really good feedback. And uh, it wasn't as packed as it should have been, but Atlanta traffic sucks. And um, <laughs> Bill was outstanding, as always. I blame society for the reason uh, people were, were not here. So you've done this show in this format. How many years in a row have you done this? is the 
Sixth year. Okay, so sixth year. Are you going to ever change it up? Kirby and I were talking about the show, and I was explaining, you know, we like the room show concept. I really like it, and I think it's something you and I have talked about, and I know I've talked about in my regional association, the Promotional Products Association of the Mid-South. Um, in, that's a big math hole. Um, would you ever change up the show? What would you change about the show if you could change anything up? I would... Uh probably do it as a two-day event so that everybody could stay all day or as long as they wanted to and possibly do um, appointment times and shift everybody room to room as opposed to doing an open house format. So almost like a, a you know, set time, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, something like that? I think that would probably be most beneficial to the exhibitors. I think they would appreciate the um, required traffic mm. and they would get to see a lot more people than they normally would because sometimes if their room is full people will pass by and think that they're going to go back but they don't always do that well thank you for stopping by the unscripted podcast with kirby hausman and me i'm so excited to be here thanks for the invitation thank you bye lisa all right, so sorry about that. No, that's awesome. That was really good. Uh, and I, I, I like the, A, I like the, the ideas for her changes, but I love the idea that she's open to actually having that discussion with no prep time. Yeah, I tell you what, you know, and I know we're talking about airplane seats here, which has nothing to do with our industry, but uh, I'll tell you, she is such a really good executive director. And, and I had, you know, I, they had a board meeting yesterday, and I sat in on the board meeting, which sounds like generally something, you know, it, it sounds like the other alternative would be uh, having a cheese grater on your spinal cord. But I will tell you, it was a fantastic board meeting, and she runs a very crisp meeting, and she's really good. Um, I, I, you know, she's the executive director of Camp as well, which is the Carolina Association in, in here in Georgia. Uh, just a tremendous lady to work with. So anyway, That's awesome. That is really good. So which? So I'll tell you. I generally go for the window seat. I okay. like the illusion of the privacy. Yep. Um. But. Then I get I usually get seat envy because I feel like I should have the, the I, I'm 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 am struggling Kirby and I'm flying on Thursday this week. What do you think I should do? Should I go and I'm just flying from uh, Nashville to Dallas. So what should I do? Should I go for the window? Okay. Um, or do so I go for the aisle? I'll never, yeah. Uh, I'll, I, I fly American Airlines. I don't sit in the middle seat. Yeah. So not an option. Okay. So my philosophy is that if I'm flying with my wife. So hopefully you're not. Um, then that's when the uh, window seat to me is an option, um, right? Because then I know uh, my wife is uh, very petite, and so there'll mm -hmm. be plenty of room in the window. And I do enjoy the view and the place to rest my head or whatever. But for the most part, I'm an aisle guy because I'm not going to wow. sleep on the plane. I can get some work and that. I, and I yeah, can't get then, out. But then are people like climbing over you and, and they're going to the bathroom? And I hate knowing that people are going to the bathroom because <laughs> then I wonder if they wash their hands and I don't want you touching me. And then the other thing about the aisle seat is there's all the person, every time I sit in an aisle seat, it seems like the person behind me likes to use my seat as leverage to uh, stand up. <laughs> and that drives me completely bananas. It does. It drives yeah. me absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I, I The. All of your points are well thought out, and frankly, you've given them too much thought. I um, have. Quick, quick, <laughs> wait, I have, an ad, I have an additional thought here. Okay, okay good. There's three, there's three seats in an aisle, so you have, you have uh, three seats in a row. You have the window, the aisle, and the uh, middle. Mm -hmm. The person who sits in the middle seat 
Do they have the right to the armrests? Oh, Go. Yeah, that's a tough one. I, generally speaking, I you know, my thought is if I'm already sitting there, which I am, of course, right? Because there's no way I would have sat in the middle first. Correct. And so I kind of feel like you know, possession is nine tenths the law in that deal. I have I, I'm already there, so I've got them. You know what? I have to agree with you. I have to 100% agree with you. I'm really sorry that you have to sit in a middle seat. It, it, it stinks. I've done it. Um, but that does not give you the right to the armrests. It does not. And, and that is a thing I think too many people feel like, oh, yeah, I'm in the middle seat, so I'm all armrested up. No, no, no. No. Or You're screwed on all accounts. Yeah, I, that's hey, not my problem. <laughs> you know what I really hate is the people who sit in the middle seat and then and then put up the armrest. Like no, 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 no. I like that that illusion of buffer between yes, you and me. Totally that thing agree. stays down, baby. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm totally with you on that. Well, hey man, I think we've uh, put in our time. All right, cool man. Good to talk to you. It's good to be on location here in lovely Atlanta, Georgia, in the perimeter area at the Embassy Suites here. On you know every road here is either named named Peachtree, Dunwoody, or Peachtree Dunwoody. It's very annoying. <laughs> it's well, like in San Antonio, every business is named Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is always one of my favorite conversations of the week, Bill. So I appreciate you. Uh... Mine, mine too. Thank you. And we should also thank again uh, Bay State. So if you yes. need any of those healthcare, housewares, desk or office promotional products, go ahead and visit the good people at Bay State. They'll take care of you. They're good folks over there. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks, man. Hey, have a good week, Kirby. You too, bud. Once again, thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. As always, brought to you by the good people at Promo Corners Identity Marketing, the interactive tool for promotional products professionals.